everything in business is a gamble. People generally buy people. It's genius! We want an education department. What you're thinking, can you get the buy-in? Buy-in, buy-in. You're listening to Forest FM, the salon business show with your host, Zoe Below Springer. For your industry, by your industry. Founded as a technology company, today Forest represents so much more. In 2021, it empowers salons, spas, and aesthetic businesses to manage, market, and grow their business, not just through innovation and technology, but also through personal growth mentoring and support. As the fifth season of Forest FM comes to an end, we've got one more episode to go after this one and it'll come early in the new year, we wanted to take some time to reflect on the past 12 months, both from a forest and industry perspective. For the occasion, I welcome back Forest CEO and co-founder Ronan Percival, whose obsession with raising salon professionals to their highest game is trickling into its 19th year. Always available to the community as a pillar of support, an advocate at business and political level, and a mine of data and knowledge, doing everything he can to make your business a success is what keeps him motivated. Joining us will also be Chief Operating Officer of Forest, Sylvie McDermott, who brings with her over 16 years experience spanning both product marketing and commercial departments, as well as 10 years in a management capacity for mobile operators in Ireland and the Caribbean. A self-motivated leader, Sylvie joined Forest in early 2020 and has ever since then been devoted to setting Forest's customer service apart from others. Today, also driven by her passion for technology, she leads the customer operations and marketing side of the forest business. So without further ado, Ronan, Sylvie, thank you so much for joining me today on Forest FM. It's a pleasure to have you. Ronan, I mean, you've been on the podcast before many times. Sylvie, it's your first time. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Zoe. Good to chat to you again. Absolutely. So this is a fun episode every year, the year in retrospect. And last year, we started the episode with words that encapsulated the industry. The chosen words from uh, Ronan and JD were strength and resilience. So Sylvie, my first question is coming to you, coming out of what seems to have been the worst of COVID now, hopefully. Um, If you were to pick one or two new words to describe how the industry has performed or operated this year, what would you pick and why? Well, I'm going to have to use resilient again, <laughs> Zoe. I have to say, <laughs> I can't believe we're using it again in another year, but this year even more. Um, our, our industry have gone through ups and downs again and again for the last 18 months, and our salon really never, ever give up. Uh, we've seen huge collaboration this year and sharing of knowledge mm-hmm. across the industry was fantastic. Uh, you remember Uplift yes. uh, at the very start of the year? We had over a thousand clients joining online, as always, in the middle of the pandemic. And even uh, we were fully remote, the energy was absolute magic. And we really share some amazing moments. So resilient has to be, hopefully it's the last year we're using this one. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah, but I do remember Uplift. Uplift was amazing. And uh, yeah, yeah, we we can't wait to to see, you know, events coming to life in real life again soon. Um, Ronan, if you were to talk about this, year like a story how would you write that uh yeah it's a good question Zoe. i think um i probably go back to this story that i actually shared with everyone uh, when we did a facebook live back in 2020 with all our clients and talked about a story that i thought had a lot of impact at the time and i think it really has an impact now 
So the story was um, the Stockdale Paradox, which is, uh, it's a, it's a, just in a nutshell, I mean, you can look it up online, but it's, it's about this, this guy, Jim Stockdale, who was um, an officer in the U.S. Army during World War II, and they were captured, um, and they were actually held in a, in a prison camp for, for many years. Um, him and I, I think it was maybe 30 others. Um, and he was kind of the de facto leader. He was the most senior ranking officer at the time. So he was the sort of leader of that group of people that were captured in the prison camp. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they went through, you know, a terrible time, as you can imagine. But the, the worst part about it was that they didn't know if they were going to be rescued. And even if they felt that they would be rescued, they didn't know when that was. Um, and it, they were there for years. And so in their minds... Um, you know, they might, they were thinking, you know, we may never get rescued or we might not get rescued for 10, 20 years or whatever. So that those thoughts are extremely negative and they got a lot of people down. And Stockdale had this amazing uh, way and he wrote a book afterwards, which is really famous, but he had a way of dealing with this that, that gave people the strength to kind of carry on. And what it was, was that you face the, the brutal truth. So you don't tell yourself like BS to make yourself believe Mm -hmm. like so for example he would find that people would tell themselves oh this will be over next month or we're gonna we're gonna get escape or we're gonna be free by Christmas and then Christmas would come and they wouldn't be free and all those people who said they'd be free by Christmas their hopes were dashed and you know it was tough anyway but when your hopes are dashed you go really down yeah and mentally you can get in a really bad place and and he and they found that the people that kept hoping it would be over the next month or that kind of like what, what would be called optimistic optimism normally in normal life didn't, didn't work. It actually worked against you. And, um, so he came up with this thing that, you know, usually, and that's why it's called the Stockdale paradox that you actually accept where you are. You accept that, you know, you don't know when it will end. Um, and then you start building from there. And I think the COVID, you know, at the first, when COVID first came, uh, it was the same thing, you know, like it was like we didn't know when it would end. Um, and so, you know, people were like, oh, this will be over next week or whatever. And it, it wasn't going to be. So you, so you basically the best thing to do is to almost prepare for the worst. And by preparing for the worst, you actually get stronger because then if it isn't as bad as the worst, you're actually in a better position and you start gaining confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously we've passed that, you know, we've passed the depths of that initial period. But what we what we are in a situation now where there's still bad news, you know, like we still hear like there's Omicron or coming out of South Africa or, yeah. you know, like it's just not over. And just when you think it is over, it, 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 it mightn't be over. And so I think people telling themselves like, oh, this is over next week. We're all grand. Like if you tell yourself that, um, you might say, well, we've got to stay optimistic. But the problem is then, if you know, we keep getting these new variants or whatever. And so they, they may be a fact of life. So it's better to kind of just accept the fact that we are where we are. There could be more variants. This could go on for another few years. Um, but we can still, you know, very for, for as a salon owner, there's a very good chance we should be able to remain open for most of that period. People are still going to need to come to salons yeah. and we can make the best of it and we can prepare for the future. So I think that's why, you know, I think that's what 2021 was for me. Um, it was like that Stockdale paradox that, you know, it was obviously better than the year before. And some places it was brilliant, you know, like there's parts of the world where, um, you know, it really has receded as a story, uh, COVID, but then there's other parts where it's been yeah. really present. And I think that, you know, but 
that's fine and we just accept the fact that there may be more variants it, this thing may not go away but we'll make the best of it um, so that's kind of yeah. what I think a lot of our clients did this year and uh, I think they had a better year on the whole than they did a year earlier because of that so that's that's how I would tell the story. I like it a lot. And yeah. and I think that to, to add to that in terms of like just looking at it from like a forest perspective, what has probably helped us as a, a company, like all employees and everything and helping and us helping our clients is probably the set of core values that we have, you know, service Hintock can-do attitude, mm. growth mindset, you know, without those three values, we would probably be in a very, very different place. Um, so I guess mm. that brings me to my second question, where is like, well, how did Forrest as a company, concretely, how did we live by these core values? So, yeah, uh, absolutely, um, Zoe. So we use uh, Serviska Intoc, uh, which in Irish means uh, fantastic service. So as you know, Forrest was born in Ireland and what really matters for us is to give an amazing service to our customer. And when you're having such a hard time in 2021, it's even more important that we all get together and support our salon. We're really proud of our score. Um, this year we got 95% globally. So our customers are really happy with the way we're helping them every day. So don't forget as well, all our salon were closed at the very start of the year. So, and they obviously we all reopen at the same time. So we got mm -hmm. lots of queries from our customer over the phone and our email. Actually, a lot of our team got over the phone and on email just to help everybody. Uh, but uh, we had a few hiccups, don't forget about that. But our customer was super understanding. We actually got uh, our customers send us um, some feedback every year on how they feel about how we got on. And there's a lovely um, email from Sarah from Tampelog, just, just beside where I live, actually, from the beauty clinic. And she said that last year, Forrest was incredibly supportive. We had worked unbelievably hard to get a lot of feature out and help them with business financially as well, because it was a tough time. Yeah. Uh, we launched feature like online store, online gift card. I'll talk a bit about it later on. And also online consultation. Um, they said we were always there to support them and also help them with marketing ideas because obviously it was helpful at the time. Um, I've, she felt that we have gone above and beyond in the past year to help uh, for, with their customer and they felt like uh, we were a big of a big family and I thought that was absolutely lovely. Mm -hmm. That's something that I hear about a lot, the, the family, the community, you know, it's, it's, uh, it is kind of like a big family and now it's a, it's a global family, which is even better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Sarah is actually, uh, she's one of our very, very first clients as well, which we, you you guys might know. She she was one of our clients. She, I think she might have even been the second client we ever had. Oh, wonderful. Before we before we even had um, Salon software, she actually used us just to send text messages wow. back, you know, 17, 18 years ago. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Mm. She's, still, she's still with still us. Still a yeah. big family. It's cool. So if you're listening, Sarah, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Do you remember going into the salon um, back then, Ronan, and, and meeting her for the first yeah, time? Wow, yeah. that is... I do, yeah. Long, yeah. Long-lasting relationship. I was very young, and she was probably very young as mm. well. <laughs> uh, she, she wouldn't have been... She'd been about, she was very young starting that business. I'd say she was only in her early 20s, yeah. yeah. 
Um, in terms of any other kind of stories from excellence and service, do you guys have anything that, um, you know, has, has stuck with you in 2021? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, and I have a little surprise because it's about the podcast. So I thought you'll enjoy that one. Uh, Megan is in Australia and uh, she is running uh, White Stage Skin and Wellbeing. And she said the service was exceptional and we always answer her queries. And she absolutely loved the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's been a game changer for her. So keep on the good work and well done, Zoe. Uh, cheers. It's always it's always great to hear feedback. And it's it's for me, the most gratifying and, and humbling thing is to see, you know, that feedback also come across on social media. Every now and again, I'll come across some posts of someone telling a guest that their episode had changed something fundamentally in their business and it's like wow well I'm happy we actually got to have that conversation if it's you know like it's like a um a ripple effect into many other people's life you know it's not just like about the conversation that's happening in the moment when we're recording but it's also how far of an impact it has and that's that's really really humbling every year um but we've had a lot of other things happen this year including a few significant appointments to the board on forests board um so to start with paolo burguzzi who we had on the podcast on episode 207 and Jana Ronert on episode 209. So can you guys tell me a bit more about that and how um, how things have, you know, maybe moved in, in different directions or, or just like the impact that it has provided? Yeah, so just uh, so the first thing I'd say is um, just explain to everyone what a board is because um, I before uh, we had a board in Forest, I actually didn't really know how it worked or what it meant, you'd hear this word board. And mm-hmm. I, I guessing that where I was before I found out was probably similar to a lot of people who listen to this podcast, who, you know, if you run a salon business, you probably don't have a board. Um, so what, what board is, is basically a, a collective, small, usually quite small, like maybe four or five people who are kind of very experienced, uh, usually in your industry or in different areas that could help you. And then they, and you meet them, um, once every two or three months uh, for a couple of hours where you tell them how your business is going and they kind of help you, guide you in making the very big decisions uh, and things like that. So it's like an advisory role, the best way of describing it. Right. And um, the, our, we've had a board for a few years, but the board was kind of full of very techie people, I would say, and they were great. But what we wanted to do was we wanted to have much more of an industry background on the board so that the conversations we were having about the big, big decisions had a mix of, of hair and beauty industry as well as technology. And so we right. went out to try and get, you know, who the you know, best or most best people we could find. And the ones we found were um, and, and who thankfully agreed to join, join the board uh, was Paolo Berguzzi, who who was CEO of Daveness uh, for the last 17 years. He's just stepped away this year, hence why he, he had time now to, to join us. Um, and he brought Daveness from a very small uh, colour business uh, in Italy back in you know early 2001, around that time, to now where it's one of the, the largest um, you know, companies in the world for sustainable color and things like that for hair sounds and they also have the brand comfort zone as well which is obviously really big mm-hmm. um and uh, the other person that joined the board was jana runner 
who's the founder of Image Skincare, which, you know, I'm sure most people listening to this know very well, Image being um, one of the largest professional skincare ranges in the world. They've, like, I think it's stocked in over 35,000 um, beauty businesses globally, which is incredible. So, so she's an amazing um, amount of experience as well, as you can imagine. Um, yeah. So the two of them joined the board uh, earlier this year and they've brought uh, an amazing, um, amazing experience and, and point of view and insights actually um, and brought the kind of conversations on the board in a slightly different direction, but in a much better direction, I would say. Like when we're talking about the future of the industry, you know, how we can help salons, what countries to go into, um, oh, they've just so much, so much experience. And so, they, you know, they've learned the hard way as well. You know, they've made mistakes going into the wrong country or, 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 or looking at a different region in a different way. Mm. So they've been fantastic. And actually, you can hear that yourself, as you know, Zoe, because you interviewed them both. Yeah. And um, those episodes were two, two of the best episodes for the last year, I would say. And um, so well worth anyone who hasn't, you know, hasn't heard their stories you know it's, it's worth going and listening because they they've they've got some great life lessons yeah absolutely you could tell that you know they they really know what they're what they're talking about and they're very very both passionate people which is you know always a key yeah. thing i i would say um and and in terms of then you know talk, like continuing on this year in retrospect something that was mentioned in those in that feedback from Sarah was how many features we launched and and how that helped uh, her business and so in terms of all of the campaigns and the features that we've released this year which ones would you feel were the most impactful or um you know were the most beneficial for for our clients out of you know the very very long list of things that we've uh, we've put out this year <laughs> yeah very long list indeed uh i think the client experience award is still a wonderful time for our salon and for forest mm -hmm. it's been six years now and even if sometimes the client couldn't come into the salon they did not forget about their salon and they kept on giving amazing five-star review um, and that is a fantastic time for the forest team it's really uh, an award that is about excellent service amazing team effort and work together and it's a real badge of recognition i actually love walking around dublin or <laughs> wherever i am and spotting those yeah. those stickers in the windows uh, it's really wonderful to see that and and this year is is a big year because we got an extra 400 salon we got the five years vet as we call it yeah. so five years in a row they got this amazing recognition that's that's really wonderful and and knowing that it's not the industry it's really their customers that are are, are voting and are giving them those five star on google is is really really special for us i love that full circle moment uh and showing how important uh, the beauty professionals are, are to to their own customers. So it's, it's wonderful. It's a big one for me this year. Yeah, I would agree with that. And in parallel, actually, this year, we had Salon Appreciation Week. Yeah, and, and in we Ireland, had so yeah. many Yes, in Ireland. And we had so many great stories come out of that. And, you know, if anyone uh, is curious, they're, they're all on, well, they're on our blog, of course, but they're also on our social media. Yeah. And they're, it's just so nice to tap into stories between hairdressers and their clients yeah. and, and how the relationship 
relationship has grown over the years and, and what it means to them, you know, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, my big yeah. feature this year, uh, or big thing, you know, big, biggest moment. There's a few, but the biggest one was probably the online gift card discount feature, which on its surface doesn't sound that big a deal, you know, that you could now, you know, have offer 150 euro gift voucher for the price of 100, you know, um, and that doesn't sound maybe that huge to people. But what we found out looking at the data was that actually um, salons, only only 65% uh, of the gift vouchers that all of you guys listening here sell are used. Um, and that's over, you know, we've been tracking data for 17 years. So we, we have a huge amount of data. You can imagine millions of vouchers sold. So we, mm -hmm. we can see that across every region in every country, you know, in North America, in Europe, in Germany, in Australia, wherever it is. Um, and it's the same. And so what does that mean? Well, it actually means that if you discount your gift voucher um, by anywhere up to 35%, you're not actually giving away a discount in your business, um, which is remarkable. It's like, it's a remarkable thing. Like, it means that you can kind of go on somewhere like Black Friday, which is where we we launched it in time for, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, send an email to all your clients saying, you know, if you buy a gift voucher, you're going to get 25%, 30% extra for free. And as a result, loads more people will buy gift vouchers. Yeah. Um, and the more gift vouchers you sell, so first of all, you get all that cash up front, which means that, you know, we had, we had clients who sold, you know, $25,000, worth of gift vouchers. Wow. Like an incredible amount of money for off one email. They get that money up front. So that's cash flow you get yeah. up front. But 35% of that, so if you sell 30 grand's worth of gift vouchers, $10,000 of that or 10,000 euros of that is just free cash for your business right now that you can use. Um, it's pure profit. And then the rest you will give out over the next five years. So those people will come in over the next five years. To, to use those services mm. but a lot of those people will be new clients mm -hmm. so people buy gift vouchers and they give them to their friends who may never have come into your business so a proportion of those gift vouchers will be new clients so the more gift vouchers you sell the more new clients you will get as well yeah so it just has this like triple benefit that nothing else you do can do and it's actually amazing and so we launched this anyway, and it got off to a massive start. Um, you know, we sold something crazy. Like, I think there was nearly a million euros <laughs> or a million dollars sold worth of gift factories on Black Friday, just on Black Friday. Wow. Um, and there'll be, you know, millions more sold um, over the next few weeks leading up to Christmas. Um, but I would just, if anyone's listening to this, you know, the one thing that, that's crazy is that it's still, it's still only... 10% of our clients using it. So the 10% of the clients that are doing it are getting amazing results. Yeah. But the other 90%, which means that most of the people listening to this aren't doing it and you are crazy not to do it. Like it's, it's like one of the most amazing things that you can do in your business and people don't take advantage of it. It's so easy to do. You know, the way we have it set up for everyone is they just go in, click through, send the email, take two minutes and the money just starts coming in immediately. Mm. So it's just like, yeah, just um, we really, really encourage everyone to, to, to do that. But it was amazing to see the results that, that people got. Mm. I mean, there's someone, I won't say the names here because it, it's probably a private, but the, but the, there is a particular salon I know that's only small, only has three, three um, therapists working there. 
and they made 18,000, you know? So wow. like you can just in one day. So just like yeah. incredible, you know, and that you can reinvest that in their business, take, you know, profit that she needs, you know, so many things you can do with that. Give, give extra bonuses to her staff, you know, loads yeah. of things. And I feel like, wasn't there also another stat um, that was saying that, and I can't remember the exact percentage now, so please, anyone listening, don't quote me exactly on this, but I think it was like something around 20%. So if you get a, a, a gift card, say like, I'm, an, I'm yeah. uh, you know, Ronan, you're a client of Sylvie's Salon and you give me a gift card for, I don't know, for, for Christmas or whatever. I'm a new client of Go to Sylvie. And yeah. because I have this gift card already, I will have a tendency, a natural tendency to just all also spend some of my money as well on top of spending the gift card. So you're actually, you know, it's like a threefold kind of benefit to, to selling gift cards for a salon. Yeah, that's another benefit. Yeah, it's right that, yeah, I can't remember the exact percentage, but a very large proportion of people who use a gift card always spend money on top. So they end up spending more than they would have if they were just spending cash. Mm. Um, so that's another benefit as well. So there's just there's so many benefits to gift cards, and I, I think I, I think a lot of people are a bit nervous about them. Yeah, like they they think, oh, if I sell all these gift cards, then I have this like debt or liability mm-hmm. that will come back at some point in the future, and I'll have to be doing all this work for free. Um, but that just doesn't. That's like not getting all. You're, you're losing all the benefits, these amazing benefits, by mm-hmm. looking at it that way. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things we really want to educate more owners about it because we don't like we don't really make any money from this Mm. personally it's just it's just a benefit of forest for everyone can get get, take advantage of you know yeah so um um Mm. so yeah that that's one and then other ones that uh just uh quickly um staff goals as well that was a big one this year so that's something we've been trying to do for 10 years believe it or not um so yeah we got and actually with online gift card discounts as well We've got two features out that we've been talking about for many, many years, which is great to do. Um, but the staff goals, so basically we launched a staff performance uh, a while back in the, within the last 12 months, which is basically where on the Forest Go mobile app that everyone uses in the salon, your Forest app, it has, you know, when you open it up, you can see your figures. So if you're a stylist or a therapist or a nail tech, you get to see your daily, weekly figures and you can compare those to how you did the same day last year or you know, how you did last week against this week. You can see all that stuff. Uh, and it's great. It's very motivational to know how you're doing. But staff goals allows you to set yourself goals. And then you get little notifications when you hit those goals. Or, you know, your manager or, your, you know, as a manager, as an owner of the salon, you can set goals with your staff or stylist um, and therapist as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that went off like incredibly well it was such a cool feature because you get you know you can go like i want to sell 10 products this week so you want to make more commission as a as a therapist or stylist you set you know i'm going to sell 10 products whatever it is you set yourself the goal whatever the time period is and then you forget about it but every time you get close to that goal you're getting a little notification saying you know reminding you that you're nearly there and then giving you that little dopamine hit when you do get there yeah um, and we've just seen fantastic results from people who are really motivated by all that so um really really good and the salons using that are are growing faster than the salons that aren't Mm. so uh, again it's another thing you may not have thought about in your business uh, but i'd really encourage you to have a look at it and the more you share that with your team the better those salons and spas tend to do um, which is another thing that that people may not realize but it really increases motivation um yeah so there are my two 
Sylvia, did you have another favorite? Yeah, I'm gonna have to jump and have <laughs> one last one. <laughs> There's a better hundred, <laughs> but we go we go with one last one. Um, because literally, I was in my my salon only last week, and which was really nice when you are going into a salon and they're actually using the feature that we just launched. You kind of have a, a moment of wow, uh, this is working in real world. So that's really cool. So it's it's um, cardless checkout. So what it is, is it's very simple. It's basically once the salon have your, your car detail, um, you can actually uh, use that same car detail without using the swipe the terminal or entering your your details on the terminal your pin on the terminal and you can all the payment is done by forest so what does that mean in real life is once you've done your treatment you go to the to reception or not uh, but i remember that the the reception was really busy and I just, uh, the lady that was just behind the counter said to me, no, that's good. We have all your details. And I had this amazing moment where I went, hmm, I feel like I haven't spent that much money. So I actually went <laughs> towards the retail world and started doing all my uh, Christmas shopping. And I mm. did spend too much. But funny enough, I was talking to the uh, owner of the salon and he said that's exactly what's happening. So customers that are coming mm. in and, and using cardless checkout are actually feeling that it's already been paid. It's wonderful how the brain works, really. And uh, yeah. are spending more in retail. So I would highly, again, recommend everybody to turn it on. And we have about a thousand salons on, on it at the moment, and they're really happy with it. And the great thing about it is we will continue to add more functionality coming down the line with uh, starting with Cadillac Checkout for payment. So I think it's just such a simple thing. And remember in December, the your reception is going to be really busy and you might not have enough uh, card uh, terminal so this really helped because you don't have to use it yeah and i noticed uh, in my salon they only had one and they were struggling but with cardless checkout it really made a big difference so promise usually that's the last one i'm mentioning for <laughs> in total <laughs> but i think it's a good one for for a salon that are getting really busy in december yeah yeah absolutely it totally is um mm. something that actually also became a huge huge concern over uh the course of the pandemic was sustainability and and we're still hearing a lot of conversations around that i'm sure you both are as well um we were just recording a podcast with fry taylor of green salon collective just a couple weeks ago so you know as this continues to be the case that sustainability is a is an important conversation that um, the hair and beauty industry wants to have. Businesses are also expected to make long-lasting changes to the way they operate. How has Forest played its part in making its operations more sustainable, but also facilitating salons' sustainable operational needs or wants? So, uh, yeah, it's, I love talking about this. So this is a big thing for Forest. You know, our name is Forest as well. So we actually have always sort of thought this way, even in the early days uh, of the business. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so and there's some things that people may know, you know, that we are we're carbon neutral as a business. We actually um, uh, fund the planting of thousands of trees here in Ireland, which is a way of us of offsetting our, our carbon, um, any carbon that we're using as well. So uh, and then we continue to plant trees there each year based on how the business grows and things like that. So there's, there's those kind of things that the business does. Um, but the big thing within the software, I suppose, this year was that we added the green fee functionality. 
um, yeah. which allows, you know, in the States, it's like Green Circle, um, which people listening to the podcast probably do if they're if from North America, you know, where you add this extra green fee um, to each bill and then the customer gets to basically help fund with the, the sustainable disposal of all the waste that's created in salons and other things. Um, we've got the Green Salon Collective in the UK and Ireland uh, who do the same thing. And I believe they're called Sustainable Salon, I think, in Australia. So there's there's I lots of so, yeah. yeah, that's the you know, they're the organizations that do that. So that's it. We were we were delighted to get that done this year. Um and we've, you know, I think we've got, you know, many hundreds of salons um and spas using that functionality now, which is fantastic. So uh, and it's always growing. Every year goes by that's getting bigger. And I can only see that, you know, get to the point almost where every single salon or spa has to do that i think you know ultimately yeah. i think the consumer wants it you know like the one of the reasons that a lot of them do it is because the consumer wants yeah. it they like to see it they're happy to pay the extra dollar 50 or whatever yeah. it is you know yeah because at the end of the day it's so small as a fee mm. you know on on like a even you know a hundred dollar bill yeah. like if you're if you're looking at that a mm. dollar you know you're like mm. okay yes let's let's do it for the environment um so we're coming to uh, an end to today's conversation to this retrospect but i would love to hear your thoughts on what you're the most proud of this year and what would make next year matter and um and i guess you can both tackle this question um as you please <laughs> uh, i'm really proud of um how forest is now really embracing diversity and how much we're growing we now have eight thousand businesses across the world we have probably over 100,000 salon professionals using Forest Daily, which is incredible. Um, from a product perspective, last summer we launched uh, Gender Neutral on Forest, and I know a lot of salons were very vocal about how happy they were about that on social media, where basically you don't have to assign a gender to your customer profile, which I love the fact that now salon can really take ownership of how they look after their customer, which I think is really cool. Uh, Forest team is now 300 people. Mm. <laughs> and we're still online, unfortunately. Hopefully, we'll be meeting again very soon together. Uh, we have a team of dedicated people that celebrate diversity. Uh, we also have a policy internally, which I really, really like. Because now we, we're hiding the name of the person when you are um, applying for a role. So there's no gender bias. Mm -hmm. um, I do, which I think is really nice because we really want to be, you know, to empower people to take the right decision around the candidate. So a lot of nice things now. And I think I'm really proud of, of us taking the lead on that and really... Um, it's not just a tick in the box. It's we really believe in 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 it and and leaving it internally and externally. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's our big achievement this year, I think. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I joined Forest, we were about eighty. That was like almost six years ago now and, and having moved from like Ireland to Canada and still remain like it's just a testament to how it, it like you said, it's not just a tick in a box. It is actually yeah. something that we we really, really care about and it shows and it comes across um, to anyone who's who's a part of of the organization and the company. So it's yeah. great. And we still have it. Another six years away, another six years. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to let you get away with this. You can move to another country. No, Jack. No. <laughs> we'll find, we'll find I'm you. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about yourself, you Ronan? What are you the most proud of this year? Yeah, well, I think, look, from a product perspective, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really proud of the fact that we've, we've really focused on what are the two biggest things that we can have an impact on next year. Um, you know, like I think one of the things that happens, you know, in, in, in a technology business is that you can do loads of things. And so you, you can often try and do a bit of everything because you're trying to do a million things and Mm -hmm. not do that many of them really well. And so we kind of had five big things we were trying to do. And we, even though we've been, we're bigger, we actually said, no, let's just focus on two and let's just really like, you know, hit home runs, you know, with those. Yeah. And so th- uh, those are, um, uh, one is the is what we're calling um, a move to browser, but basically it means a whole new front end for the product. So we, the, the you know, we over the years, you know, we've rebuilt Forest um, three times and this will be the fourth time we've redone it. And each time the product has gone to a whole new level has been much better for the customer. Um, Salons have grown their business because there's better tools and, and it's just more intuitive to use and things like that. So uh, it's always been a big boon for us. So we're doing that at the moment. And um, what's going to happen is over the next 12 months, you're basically going to get this whole new product sort of appear in front of you <laughs> and uh, bit by bit. And um, we've been working on it for actually four years, but it's only now that we really can start to, to bring it out. And I'm really excited about that. And um, so, you, and what it does as well is it really sets us up for the future. So, every t- you know, by rebuilding it all, we're we're on a whole new, you know, cutting edge technology, which allows us then to, you know, develop better innovations and marketing tools in the future faster than we would have had would have been able to do. So, it, yeah. it, it's a great kind of foundation for the future of your salon business, but also our, our company too. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is around payments. So as everyone knows, you know, we heard Sylvie talk about cardless checkout. Um, you know, we obviously did e-com and online gift cards. We're talking about these things are all related to payments in some way. Yeah. Uh, it's by collecting money from the customer and paying it out back to you. And, you know, we've been doing that, but we what we've realized is that there's an opportunity to really completely reimagine the consumer experience uh, in a salon spa, um, which will lead to much higher revenues for the salon spa because the less friction there is, the easier it is to pay and to tip um, for for salon consumers, the more they will do so. Yeah. And we can see that in every feature that we launch. And we can see that also in other, tech, in other, in other areas too. Say, for example, like Uber, you know, people um, tip drivers much more in Uber than they did when they used to just get a cab. True. Um, yeah. And so because it's easier to do on your phone, you can just go boom, boom. And so you, you can, uh, that's the kind of thing that we can really do. So we can help people like what Sylvie said, when you have a cardless checkout situation, people are more likely to buy products. They're more likely to spend more money. Um, they're also going to be more likely to tip. And we want to make that experience amazing for consumers. Um, and it's actually an area of the business that Sylvie here is uh, looks after the payment side. So I know she's really excited about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. So they're, they're, two, they're our two big focuses next year. And I think by the end of next year, you're going to have, you know, if you're a user of Forest, you're going to have a much, um, you know, easier to use, better product overall. And you're also going to have this amazing consumer experience um, where your clients are spending more money with you, which, which is basically the, 
mission for the company in Forest when we started was how can we get clients to come back to spend more money. Yeah. Two great things to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then from an industry perspective, um, you know, the things that kind of, uh, you know, think about, I, I would say the the, you know, it would be great, like looking forward to the future for the industry. Um, I would say I'd love to see a full year without COVID, you know, without COVID restrictions in every market we're in. I think that would be fantastic. I think obviously everyone would love that. <laughs> but it's kind of, you know, that, so that's an obvious one. Um, but the second one, I think what we've seen, we have seen a shortage of good people that salons and spas have been able to hire. There's a talent shortage out there. There's talent shortage everywhere in the world. Um, but it's, you know, it's pretty acute for uh, our customers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we need to do something about that. And so like from our point of view, that's things like staff goals and staff performance, those features that we brought out, like they're very much about, you know, helping if this, if, if stylists or, 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 or therapists working in your business are, are getting tipped a lot more than they would in another business, they're going to want to stay working for you. Um, you know, and things like that. So we, we, you know, there's a lot there we want to work on. Yeah. And, um, uh, I think we can, we can do our part for sure to, to help with that. Um, and then there's big ones as well that are like, aren't directly related to us, but we're funding, you know, organizations who are trying to change these things. So things like, um, in the UK, for example, um, they have this thing called VAT, which is, or, or sales tax, it's called in, in, in uh, like Australia or the US. And that's basically where every time you buy something, you pay tax to the government on. And mm-hmm. the problem in the UK is that it's 20% on services. So it means that if you charge a hundred pounds for, for a haircut, 20 pounds of that immediately goes to the government. So you're actually only getting 80 pounds before all your other costs, like your wages, your rent, your everything else. Yeah. Um, and so the problem with that is that you don't have to pay VAT if you're self-employed. So therefore, um, you know, if I employ you, it's costing me a lot more than it is if you're working for yourself. And as a result, then, you know, really good stylists sometimes are leaving to go work for themselves, which is a challenge on the staff shortage side, yeah. particularly in the UK. And, you know, that's, it's really unfair, you know, because it doesn't encourage these businesses to employ more people when they want to. And it's, uh, yeah, it's unfair that one business should be, have to pay a lot more tax than if somebody's working on their own, you know, it should, it, that, that is unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, cause so, so because these businesses are the ones that do all the training and uh, education around training people up from when they're apprentices all the way through, you know? And so if these businesses are, yeah. you know, they need to be on a level playing field so they can continue to invest in education because that education is what lifts the industry as we all know. Right. So the more education that own salon owners and, and, and salon staff get the better the industry is, the better the quality of services, the better the premises, the more, the better, the more that people want to come to these premises, spend more money. It's it's, a, it's just a big circular loop. Um, so we're, we're, we've, yeah, we're funding this, the a thing called save our salons, which is an organization in the UK being run by Helen Ward and a few other kind of key industry people there to try and lobby the government around this, you know? And so we hope, we're really hopeful that we can have some in, impact with this. Cause I think, um, it'd be fantastic to see. And if you want to be part of that, it's called save our salons. Or if you look up Helen Ward and save our salons, you, you'll find it on the internet and you can kind of, um, have an input on that if you're based in the UK. So, um, that would be, uh, yeah, they're the kind of things we're, we're, we're hoping to help with anyway. 
Well, thank you for sharing that, both of you. And uh, I kept the best for last. I guess um, we do have an exciting announcement for the, the very start of the year in 2022. Before I get you to talk about that, I want to thank you both for your time, for your insights, for sharing all these stories with me um, and everyone listening. It's been a fantastic 2021 year, despite, you know, a few challenges here and there. And there's always going to be challenges, COVID or not. Um, so, you know, it's great to just all come together and work towards, uh, you know, a, a common goal that is to, you know, make sure that the, the, the industry is recognized to, to its true value and that um, businesses and salons can thrive throughout it all and that, you know, customers can look great and feel great and build those relationships with the with their salons. So I thank you both of you for your time today. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. Of course. And as for this big announcement, we have... Well, normally, I guess before COVID, we would have been announcing the Salon Owners Summit. Um, but again, in 2022, that is not uh, happening. Instead, we are announcing some gala dinners. And I'll leave the two of you to explain a bit more about that and uh, talk about the dates and what it entails, etc. Yeah, well, we, we have, um, we're going to try to meet in person and have fun, more importantly. <laughs> uh, more importantly, yeah. so we are meeting in Ireland on the 30th of January and then in US, UK and Germany on the 31st of January. So all those gala dinners are going to be about meeting and about celebrating the wonderful 2022 we're going to have because, yes, it's going to be amazing. We've done a great 2021. Uh, there will be plenty of surprise. I don't want to say too much about it right now. I uh, don't want to spoil the surprise. Um, so it's in all the different regions um, because, obviously, we will meet again soon all together in Dublin uh, when we don't talk about what's been happening for the last 18 months. But right now we're going <laughs> yeah. to stay in our country and we're going to try to meet all together and just share wonderful moments. So if you want to know more, send us an email at marketingatforest.com. The wonderful news is all the money for the tickets will be going to a local charity um, for our industry. So I think it's a wonderful thing to do and to bring your staff, bring your team, just have a great night out. Um, I think that would be great to see you all there. So, uh, Ronan, do you want to add anything? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'll be the one in Dublin and London. I can't wait to see everyone um, in person. And obviously, by doing them in each country, this is a way of us getting over any COVID issues, which is great. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and so like of the senior team for us, we'll be at, uh, you know, we'll be at all the ones um, across the world. Yeah. And I'm uh, in the US. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we've got, we, uh, obviously, you're going to the States, going to LA and yeah. uh, Barry's going to be there as well. So that'd be fantastic. I think. We also have um, Paddy Monaghan returning to the company and you attending the one in the US as well. So that's just, if anyone's got to the end of this podcast and have heard that, <laughs> that's no good. So, um, yeah. but uh, Paddy's yeah, Paddy's back, so, which is fantastic. So uh, that would be a good one. Yeah. yeah, well, that's fantastic. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing all the photos and the footage that comes out of those events. Um, like I said earlier, Sylvie, Ronan, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your insights. It's been a fantastic uh, just about an hour with you so thank you and uh, I will catch you all soon Brilliant. bye Zoe 
And I just want to end today's episode on a grateful note. I feel extremely grateful to have had all of the conversations um, that we've aired over the course of this fifth season of Forced FM. And it's truly been a unique experience to have taken over the baton and hosting the show solo after having Killian as a co-host for four and a half years. But I've been also very grateful for your trust in the transition and I'm already looking forward to next year's season. A huge thanks to everyone listening week after week for your continued support of Forced FM and for being a part of this big family. I wish you all happy holidays and we'll catch you in January for the People's Choice recap episode of 2021. And on that note, all the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Get your clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.